can't smell the flowers Felt empty now for hours Lost my power I can't smell the flowers I'm sick of all these towers Think I done too many Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Off Topic and we are in episode 6 of season 2. My name is Cody and I'm with my beautiful co-host, Lessa. Hey girl, how you doing? Hey girl, I'm good and you? I'm good, can't complain. New week, which is really exciting. Yeah, and it's already starting off like, geez, so much work, so much to do. But yeah, I'm grateful. Think, like towards the end of the year things chill down, but they actually don't. Like, no. Yeah, no. But also, like, this is a time where we need to be, like, planning for the next year, rising and stuff. So that's what makes it, like, 100 times busy. 100%. I agree. And I always say, like, the last three months of the year are, like, the most important, like, foundational months for your actual next year. Because what Mm. happens is people chill around here and then it hits January next year and it's like, um, what's my plan? You know? Yeah. So I think, I think you're actually on the money. But um, so today, our topic is toxic positivity. We put up a poll on our Instagram. Well, not a poll, questions and asked the listeners what they'd like us to speak about. And toxic positivity was one of the topics that came up, which I find really, really, really important as a conversation, especially for this time of the year Um, Mm. and just this year in general. um, Mm. It's been a lot. So I think that it's a really great topic to tackle. Oh, to tackle, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> um, what are your views on toxic positivity um so just last night i think i woke up at like 1 a.m in the morning um and i just started researching like how do you restart your passion because for the past couple of months i've been oh that's interesting yeah like i haven't been feeling like myself and i um so like a lot of things are starting to become or rather the things that I used to enjoy are starting to become, I'm not deriving any value out of them. Um, So yesterday I actually realized when I was doing this research and just trying to find words to describe what it is that I'm experiencing. um, And I found that it was, it's actually a burnout because I've been working, you know, full like throttle for like three years now. I mean, four years actually. And on this topic of positive um, toxicity, I think I've I've been like trained to be remain positive regardless mm. of what happens. So I've just been trying to like, okay, cool, what, whatever happens, I have to work every day, even even if I don't feel like working because I feel like I need to do something. I have to be positive in order to, yeah, I have to be positive or even do stuff in order to um, attract, you know, progress. Mm. And, you know, it was, I don't know, it was quite a a discovery for me because I was like, okay, wait, the past couple of months, um, I haven't been entirely happy. Like, sure, I'm doing stuff, things are happening, but like internally, I just feel lost. But I haven't, yeah. I haven't actually put the words or like, I haven't described what it is. And first of all, I've been ashamed to speak about it because of this positivity that we need to put out there. Um, yeah, so I, I eventually like journalized and I called a spade a spade that I'm not in a good space. I am burnt out. Um, also because my company is like transitioning and I 
I felt like I didn't have enough energy to sort of transition with it. And at no, some point I, I was even like, oh, can you just do that? Yeah. No, <laughs> no like, and also just from your, the perspective of your company transitioning, it's not just like emotional. I mean, it's not just like actual work stuff. Like it's not a, a day-to-day practicality type of thing of a transition. Mm. There's a lot of emotions, a lot of strategy that has to change. So it's not just like from one perspective exactly. that you're experiencing all these changes. So I can imagine, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think and toxic, I mean, toxic, what? <laughs> toxic positivity toxic is definitely very yeah. toxic because mm-hmm. I feel like this is the reason why some people end up committing suicide and no one knows what happened. It, it's because this person was trying to be positive and laugh and be and smile with everyone just because they were trying to look a certain way. Definitely. That's yeah. a bit of an extreme, but like, I feel like I've, I've just felt that I haven't, you know, um, I don't know. I haven't confronted that part of myself that that was like dying because I was burnt out because I I was just trying to be positive. Yeah, definitely. No, that makes a lot of sense. And and I think it's really important to start to be a little bit more um, mindful about how we feel so that we can actually identify when we are being, um, you know, positive, but in a very toxic way, because... Mm. What happens is sometimes it's really good for you because it's 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 along the lines of optimism. Like mm. I know things aren't great, right? But I I just have a better outlook about this, which is is to some degree really healthy to keep a certain amount of op- optimism. But I yeah. think it differs a lot more from toxic positivity when you're really crumbling, but you just have to keep up the momentum. You have to keep up the I'm okay thing. Mm. Um, and I feel like we do it a lot as people. Like even when you aren't having the best time and someone asks you how you are and you're just like I'm fine I'm good you know yeah. and and for me I personally think like I guess people are also under the impression that you know people don't actually care to hear if you're not okay so when someone asks you how you are it's just a formality but I think mm. when you know people ask you how you are I mean they care to ask you so uh depending on who it is it's it's good enough reason to admit that you're not in a good space but yeah. I figured actually let me go into the actual definition of toxic positivity so i just did a quick google search um so it's the assumption either by oneself or others that despite a person's emotional pain or difficult situation they should only have a positive mindset right Mm. so that's essentially the you know google translation translation definition (laughs) of toxic positivity that i just saw now and for me personally, it's all about not honoring your feelings. I think we live in an mm. age where, where there's so much instant gratification that the only feelings we actually honor are positive ones. Where you're great, things are running smoothly, you're happy, you know, you're in love and all those, you know, great flowery emotions. But, you know, tackling the very um, dense energy based emotions is very difficult for people because we just live in a society that expects high productivity um consistently showing up and consistently showing up at your best at that and you know when you're Mm. anything less than that you seem a little bit like you're off track or you know um you're not keeping up with what you're supposed to as a person and i think that a large part of this comes with honoring your feelings you're not you know human beings are are machines you know sometimes we work sometimes we don't sometimes we need servicing you know we understand this mm. when it comes to the car right like that cars need to be tended to pets need to be tended to they're not always going to be good and happy and cherry but they need you know tlc so it's it's like why don't we afford ourselves the same opportunities so i think 
for me, at the top of my mind, toxic positivity comes with the lack of being able to honor your feelings, all your feelings across the entire emotional spectrum. Mm. Um, but more so coming from a, a position of actually understanding why. Sometimes it's just exhaustion. You know, the sadness mm. that comes with exhaustion. Like mm. sometimes you feel really depressed and sad, not because a really huge event actually went down, but because you're genuinely exhausted. Exhausted, yeah. Um, then there's the whole, with us as women, we go through, you know, pre-menstrual um, depression. Mm. When you actually just aren't yourself, it's not a good time. Emotionally, you're imbalanced. So um, there's a whole host of stuff that come into life that force you sometimes to reckon with the fact that you're actually not good. And I think it's worth our while to honor that. Mm. Um, so, I mean, having identified that you're feeling this way, as you described before, what are the like what are the steps you're taking towards um, getting to a, a more peaceful state of being for yeah. you? So it's not like it's it's quite a I don't know a strange place to be in because on the one side I'm like really peaceful I've surrendered to the process but like on the other side I can sort of feel that. Well, I guess for the past couple of weeks, I've been feeling like I just need to sit and do nothing and just watch TV. But I've also mm. been fighting it. Like, why do I have this inclination to just watch TV, you know, and watch movies when I'm meant to be working? I've got bills to pay and et cetera, et cetera. So what mm. I did last night, which it's, it's what you were saying, that like we're not, we don't always honor um, our feelings to the fl- full extent. So... I found this like article that I wanted to share to the women's group that I'm a part of because I guess most of the women in that group are like could relate, you know. Mm. So I found myself like typing this thing, it was long, and I was just trying to explain to everyone mental health, I'm putting all all these things. And then eventually I was like, no, what am I sharing this for actually? Is it even worth sharing? So mm. it's almost like my pain and like the things that I go through don't even matter. And that's what happens with, you know, the toxic positivities is that you sort of like disregard these negative um, experiences and we make them like amount to nothing at the end of the day. Yeah. Or if we share yeah. them, people are going to look at us differently. I don't know. And also like in my mind, when I was writing it, I kind of felt like I'm entertaining the negative thoughts so once I share it with like the people in the group, then like negative are gonna ne- negative things are gonna start happening. <laughs> it's so weird. Wow, that's, that's a very interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess today or like after that, I actually um took a step back and I was like, you know what? Let me just have a conversation with myself. What is going on here? Why am I not ready to even share this experience with other people? What makes me feel like me sharing this experience is just perpetuating the negativity. Um, And I guess it is perpetuating the toxic um, positivity again, because no one ever ever really shares like their downsides. You know, we're always sharing these positive things that are happening in our lives. So, okay, cool. I was like, there's something that I need to do. So I found another article, I think it is on Entrepreneur Magazine or something. Um, online and this guy was basically just saying that you need to be frank with yourself Um, and the first thing to do is reflect on your life you know Um, reflect on your journey what are some of the things that you're happy with and what are some of the things that you're not happy with 
So I had to do that um, today. So like yesterday, I went to the stationery shop. I bought these, you know, um, vision boards and stuff like that, which is something that I really enjoyed doing. And I think that's also the reason why I'm in the States, because I haven't had a chance to look at my life in its, like, um, full cycle, you know, from, like, spirituality to health to all sorts of things. So that's what I did today, like, just reflecting on the things that I'm not happy with that yeah. are within my control that I can do something about, and I am doing something about them today as opposed to just sitting and doing nothing. So for me, it's starting off with those little things that don't require a lot of effort for you to do, but they kind of take you back to like your natural state. Yeah. Um, so like journaling. I haven't journaled in like three months since the the drive-in cinema, you know? Jeez, yeah. It's been so long. And I was just wondering why, why am I not like inclined to go and write something? So when I was when I was journaling today, I literally wrote like more than ten pages. I was like, "Whoa!" Because <laughs> there was a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. But yeah, I, I, I guess for me, I was just starting off with like the elementary things that like make yeah. me happy, regardless of what's happening, whether I'm in a good trajectory or not, or a bad one, I guess, negative, whatever. Definitely. And what about you? Yeah. Um. To be honest, I. I, I, I can't say I've been battling with toxic positivity from a personal space this year. Mm. I think last yeah. year it was definitely my brand um, because I think last year was one of my worst emotional um, emotional state years where I was battling mm. anxiety, uh, battling insomnia, all sorts of things that were just detrimental to my mental health, health or well-being. And I was just going about it very negatively. Um, mm. I was criticizing myself for feeling the way I was feeling. I was criticizing myself for feeling inadequate. I mean, you're already feeling inadequate. Why would you mm. criticize yourself even further for feeling what you feel? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like um, all of that kind of happened for me last year. And it, I can recall how it, it just becomes a cycle with toxic positivity because, you know, like you feel what you feel, you suppress it. Mm. Um, you, you have an illusion about what you're supposed to feel. So you decide to suppress what you actually feel and you gun towards that. And I mean, like doing that means that you kind of have to be medicated. So if you have anxiety, instead of actually, you know, facing the actual things that, you know, possibly bring up this anxiety, you're suppressing it. So you take medication to feel better. And then you wake up in the morning, you feel shit again. You have to take the medication to feel okay again. So it's, it's a cycle of just like suppression, and you know putting on a mask being mm. okay going down and the cycle just continues and soon soon you just realize how things have just spiraled out of control so i think for me it was it started at you know what admit that there's a problem mm. right admit that there's a problem you're not feeling okay once that happens and that's actually brought to your awareness now you start digging and understand what are the parts of my life that are currently making me feel this way or ca could attribute to this feeling you look mm. at your job or your career are you happy if not what is making you unhappy can it be changed can it not be changed so i started being very logical as opposed to floaty about the things that are happening around me i think when you have a pen and paper and you actually jot down like you said the journaling aspect really helps because it's a really safe space and it's a conversation with yourself and your mind and your thoughts and your actual emotions and yeah. it's that writing down like this makes me really sad this makes me this makes me feel inadequate 
what's the reason of my of my feelings of inadequacies and for me personally it was intensely filled with fear I I'd had so much fear about doing the things that I really love because of the prospect of failure you know mm. and I think all of those things were just attributing to a really low quality of life for me and I consistently had to be good because I felt like people always expect me to be good because I always am very positive as a person and mm. so like and I'm I'm vouching for self-development and I'm vouching for all these things how can you be here crumbling but mm-hmm. but the beautiful part of it is that authenticity trumps everything so if you're openly not good and you can admit that you are that makes you such a powerful human being you know so I mm-hmm. think for me it was finding positivity and optimism in being vulnerable and being authentic about how I feel even if it's not pretty but also understanding that you know I have to honor my feelings. On the days mm. where I don't want to get out of bed, that's completely fine. Your body needs to recharge. You can't be on 100% all the time. Mm. And um, understanding that there's a place for all of these emotions, you know, like yeah, there's yeah. a place for it all. And it's telling you something. If it's not telling you something important, it doesn't even have to be big. It's just that you need rest. So I yeah. think yeah. having having gone through the emotional roller coasters of last year, which was a flippin' mess, for lack of a better term, this year I've come out stronger. I mean, mm. way, way stronger. So I haven't experienced myself feeling the need to to actually like feel like I can't express how I'm feeling or I can't admit how I'm feeling. Um, everything's been very valid in my books, whatever, whatever mm. emotional spectrum. So I think, yeah, I think it's that's for me been the best thing. And I've been meditating far more. I went from meditating like, uh, I'd say five to 15 minutes a day, every Mm. other, every other day to now I do an hour every night before I sleep. And Mm. for me, that's been very, very revolutionary because you have to sit in your feelings. You have to sit in your feelings when you meditate. You can't run away. You can't, you know, so it's very, very much in your face and in your mind. And you really get to know, you know, where your mind is at, where your heart is at. And it all comes together. And I think I'm consistently aware of how I feel. And, Mm. you know, um, long story short, just honor your feelings and be very much aware of how you feel. Um, But I mean, people struggle with the awareness aspect of how they feel. Right. Mm. So what would you advise someone who's struggling with, you know, you can feel weird. You know, maybe you you wake up in the morning and feel weird, but you don't exactly have the awareness to know what you're feeling. You know, and I, it's it's yeah, a genuine yeah. human. So, I mean, what would you say towards that? That's that's a very tough question because I think awareness is a very big part of um, the self healing journey. If you're not aware, then you wouldn't know what to do. You know, you wouldn't even know that you're going through something. Like I said, I I just didn't want to work for a, quite a while. And I mean, I was still doing that. But like, I didn't have that awareness that actually this is a burnout from working like four years straight. I haven't even taken vacation because every time I go on vacation, I am still working. So that in itself for me was, I think... Awareness for me starts with the emotions, right? So when you start feeling down, when you start questioning like your value and your purpose in life, um, so like those very big 
existential questions that we ask ourselves when we're like really down, that that is a sign that you there's something that you need to be aware of that you need to investigate. Um, so if you're feeling down, you're not so you are being reclusive, um, distancing yourself from people. Um, and I guess generally for me, it's always been um, losing interest in things that I really love. So I've, I've realized that like, I've just stopped, um, I don't know, connecting with people the way that I, I used to love doing. <laughs> and that's a sign that like, okay, there's definitely something that you need to work on. So I guess those emotions are definitely spiritual teachers, if not, you know, pebbles. Um, oh, I actually listened to this podcast from Oprah I think it was two weeks ago and they were speaking about pebbles and rocks or something like that but so essentially like life always throws you know these little pebbles towards you and usually it's in a form of an emotion or like something that's very intuitive or you know a feeling or whatever the case may be and that's when you should start saying okay why am I feeling this way and asking yourself those questions which will then lead you to the self-awareness aspect of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You I touched on a really um, good point that I must just echo about the fact that like the only way to self-awareness is to ask yourself the very difficult questions. Mm. Um, and questions you might not actually like the answers to, but it's good to know. You know, mm. it's. I think this is the one area of life where ignorance isn't bliss. Because yeah. temporary temporary solutions in this aspect of life really don't work. Um, and I've learned that the hard way. And so my, one of my main goals this year was to be off anxiety medications because I was like, it's temporary. I can't do this for 15 years of my life, for instance, if I'm consistently going to be in the state for 15 years. I'm not I'm not that's not sustainable. So it's about finding solutions that are sustainable that, you know, you can actually go back and check into yourself over and over again should you find yourself in that same position because it happens I mean there's ebbs and flows mm. in this life thing you're going to have your highs and you're going to have your lows and I think also pre preparation and I'll explain what I mean for that well by that is that I know I'm a human being and I'm having a very human experience which mm. means that lows are guaranteed at some point right mm. I don't, may not know when, I may not know how, but I know that at some point in my life, I will face a challenge just because of the nature of what it's like living on this plane. So in preparation for that low that I know is inevitable, I need to actually have mechanisms in place to accept that it's a part of life like anything else. And I think that when you reckon with the fact that we are beings who are having a, a human experience, the lows are inevitable. So just prepare yourself for those days and acknowledge those mm -hmm. days and take your time to take care of yourself on those days. Even if it's just like checking out, if you can, and read a book, um, speak to people. I think that often people struggle with expression. So even if it's not to the whole world through your social media, I'm having that one trusted family member or friend or anyone or a therapist, whoever you trust enough with that information to just divulge your entirety to um, without, you know, editing out parts, without feeling shame or guilt for what you feel, just someone who you can trust with that, with that information. I think often more than not, we stay in our heads a lot with the issues that we have and you don't understand how important perspective is. 
like the minute you say something to someone else and they're like, oh, but did you try to think about it this way? Or, you know, actually it's okay. You know, I don't have any advice for you, but I'm here to listen and it's okay for you to feel this way. You know, that, that supportive validation of the fact that your feelings are valid. Um, mm. We might not be able to do that for ourselves. I feel like at times we aren't the best people to ourselves, but it's it's great to have people who reassure you that it's okay to be what you feel at that moment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree with with what you said. And I, and I think that um, it's definitely very tough in the beginning. Um, it's very, I don't know how many nights I spent crying last year, going through this entire journey. Um, but it had to be done. I can't imagine mm. how it would have been if I was still in that state right now. God, I would have been a mess. Um, and and funny enough, it, it I feel like I'm glad things happened when they did at that point last year because I've gone through so many more darker situations this year as opposed yeah. to last year. But had I not, you know, understood how to deal with my emotions then, I would have crumbled so badly this year because of just everything that's gone down. So I think mm. that there's timing and there's purpose and intent in everything that life shoves at you. And if if you aren't intuitive enough to actually surrender to the process and listen to the things that are around you and are happening to you, you might just miss the preparation element of why you're experiencing that seemingly negative emotion. Because, and I say seemingly mm. negative because I don't think emotions are just emotions. I think we are just meaning beings and we attach positive and negative labels to the things that happen. Mm. Um, and that's something I've had to learn is that things just happen. They're not good or bad. We make them. We give them meaning. Yeah. Um, you might think rain is bad today because it stops you from doing something. Whereas on the other side of the world, someone is ecstatic to have rain, you know? So that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like events happen, we attach meanings to them. And I think it's a really great space to understand ourselves and our life experiences better. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know if you have any questions. I feel like I've just been like throwing questions at you. <laughs> no, I actually don't have any questions. Um, I think you've summarized everything like so accurately um, that, you know, we do attach meaning to things, events, people. Um, so at the end of the day, it is about like our perspective and how we view life at the end of the day, you know. True. But then again, um, <laughs> we can't always, we, we can't always paint like a positive um, picture and I say positive, like in inverted commas, because I do know it is something we've created for ourselves. But uh, at the end of the day, we can't be painting a positive picture when things are gloomy, you know. Um, just honor whatever is happening in your life, whether you deem it to be positive or negative, so that you can actually take the lessons that you need to take out of it. Um, because I yeah. guess when you, when you when you just continue bobbing your head around that, oh, everything is fine, you know, delete negativity, positive vibes only, you know, <laughs> you know like things that people say. And that's um, really like how it is. Yeah, I think I have one more question because I do know we didn't, we need to wrap it up. But what are like some of your pet peeve statements that people say when you're going through like something that that's that you don't consider you know um pleasant i guess yeah um 
the you're only human hmm. statement um no i mean what else would i be so it, yeah. it for me it's just such a weird statement to make like what can i choose to be an animal no no shit <laughs> you know and i mean i mean i obviously can acknowledge that people are obviously saying these things with good intent but sometimes mm. i'm just like yeah be better like honestly i don't mind someone have not having anything to say to me when i'm going through things and i'm just like mm. venting the that's fine i i don't mind someone saying listen like i can't say i even have anything to offer from an advice perspective but i'm always here to listen that's yeah. that's even that's authentic that's fine someone's just like i'm i'm here to hold space but if you're offering things like ugh man like it happens to us all yeah mm. but like it's happening to me right now mm. and i just you know so it's the it's happening to us all you're only human ugh man it'll be okay yeah it will but right now it's not um and um what else gives me a pet peeve <laughs> Oh, 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 this, this, um, just do something you love, you know, take your mind, it'll take your mind off things. Um, those, those are probably my, my pet peeves. Biggest ones. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was at the top of the list. Yeah, I definitely agree. Oh my God. Um, you know, when someone says like, stay positive or pray about it. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm just like. I, honestly, I, I'm literally the same as you. I'd rather have someone just listen and be like, I'm here for you, good or bad, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm here to listen. Um, describe how you're feeling, like, how are you feeling? Not like, oh, my God, you're being so negative about life or, oh, my yeah, God, be positive, you know, positive yeah. vibes. Or, it's like you're forcing me to feel something that I'm not feeling. Yeah, or, it actually makes um, me feel yeah, it makes me worse. Like, don't be negative. I mean, don't be emotional. Or um, you always do. That's another thing that people always do. Like, I guess I'm using it as well. <laughs> you always. You, this is how you always react with every situation. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's the person that I am. Like, that's just how like life affects me sometimes. Mm. You know. Mm. But there's no need for you to like literally kick a dog when it's already down. Or things like it could be worse. Someone else is experiencing something that's like more. I'm (laughs) like so. Like someone is hungry in Somalia. Yeah, Yeah. I get it, and I know. Thanks for making me feel shittier. And you know the thing about like our human experiences, in as much as they're not unique, I understand completely. Understand and 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 I agree. The thing is, in as much as they're not unique, we having our own unique internal experience. So yes. there's so no way. It's not how the next person does. Exactly. It's not yeah. how the, the, exactly. And there's no way to fully explain to the next person what you're going through. It's an, it's an internal experience. It's inexplicable. It's ineffable. It's all of that. So mm. that's what also sometimes um, causes people to feel alone and lonely because they can't take this internal experience um, to, you know, the external world and, kind of help the next person understand. Even if a person says, like, I've been through the exact same thing, I understand how you feel, it's still not the same. It's not the same, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I I'd, I'd rather have a person say, I see you, how can I support you? You know, sometimes we do draw, like, a very short straw in life. Um, how can I support you, like, 
during this time because sometimes mm. like things do really happen just because it's life there's no reason there's no meaning attached to it it's just life happening like you said um well, we can't always be like on a high so certain mm. things happen and like we feel down so Definitely. yeah i think people need to learn how to support the next person and i mean i'm also still learning as well yeah. um how to support and it changes from person. person to person right so it's a very it's yeah. a long road of learning exactly yeah. it's very dynamic yeah exactly from one person to the next so mm. for me it's about learning how to be to how to receive the person's pain without like diminishing it at the end of the day saying oh wow yes i've also been through the same thing therefore your pain like is not necessarily valid because sometimes like that's what it kind of feels like when when the next person says, "I've also experienced the same thing." So you know, like it feels like the person. And is I'm saying, okay. No, so deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. receive um, without judging the next person, and just supporting them. Yeah. yeah. Or predicting exactly. So yeah. receive with like as little judgment judgmentalism as possible, um, and just support understand because I think misunderstanding is probably the biggest cause of pain sometimes when people mm. don't understand you you naturally going to feel like you're alone and no one has experienced this even though people say they understand it's you know just just uh, yeah bridging that gap between because I think it's a it's a information asymmetry between this internal experience to like the external world so I feel like for me, the perfect way to bridge that gap is just being there, even yeah. if you're not saying much. Yeah, until that person obviously asks you for advice and what you think, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, definitely. You've raised such important points. Like I've just been nodding the whole time, and so <laughs> I fully agree. I fully agree with everything. And I mean, for me, in terms of my, it's about to be really long. What I'm yeah. going to say, so yeah. just brace yourself. <laughs> I have several points to make. Um, mm-hmm. I think as as you were speaking, something came up for me, which is that like, especially as women um, mm-hmm. who have entered more um, corporate spaces, more um, um, you know entrepreneurship spaces, we find ourselves in a system that's always been male dominant, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result, productivity is measured on a very male spectrum. Or, yeah. yeah. So so and men don't exactly show emotion much. You no. know, men don't exactly validate their emotions very much. Men have, you know, historically and even presently, men haven't been, you know, in touch much with their emotional side. Whereas for us as women, I feel like we barely have a choice. I think it's just how we made. Um, as women, it's a very emotional journey and you kind of learn to be emotionless along the road somewhere, perhaps from, you know, your childhood experiences. But generally, as women, we are far more in touch with our emotions than men are. And men do feel the same emotions. I just don't think they acknowledge them or, you know, they allow them room, which is also mm-hmm. another thing that I feel needs to change. Like, I feel like I, I want men to be more vulnerable about their emotions more uh, forthcoming about their emotions and feel what they feel and express that, you know, because mm. I think it's very healthy for every human being. I can't feel imagine just being caged, yeah. you know, all the time. Mm. But my point was that like, so as women in these spaces who, when we're trying to progress, we often feel like we have to be a certain way emotionally and not be weak. I mean, I find myself at work going through the worst period pains, going through the worst emotional tur- turbulence sure. at work through my entire period 
um, experience every month. And I can't even like take a moment to just like go cry or feel what I feel at the moment just because mm. this is what's happening in my body because, you know, there's men around and I have to look professional and I have to look like I've got it together. And I think the patriarchy system has been so terrible for us being able to, you know, really be authentic in who we are and how we feel in our workspaces and amongst our colleagues and amongst our employees um, and our teammates. So I think that just how that whole professional, you know, realm mm. has been um, set up doesn't allow room for all this authenticity to come through. And I think if you work for people and with people who give you space to be and fully be, even if you're yeah. on your workplace and they support that, you're so fortunate. But I think the working culture really needs to start accepting the fact that we as humans mm. are very complex and how we are and the things we feel. And room needs to be made for that. I don't know how, but it's definitely a thing that I want to put forth. And it, my second point is... Yeah. Sorry. Go, go, no, go, go. go. <laughs> okay. But are you going to remember your second point? Because you know it happens when I. No, I will remember. I will remember. Yeah. Okay. I definitely agree with you because um, I recently went through a situation. We were speaking about changes in our team and stuff like that. And I was just, you know, expressing my emotion and saying things are hard. And like I've given up literally everything to run the business and whatnot. And you know, some of the comments that were being made were like, um, yeah, we mustn't be so emotional. We must detach ourselves and stuff like that. And eventually I was like, it's hard for me to detach myself, mm. you know, because this is like a baby that I've been building. So I definitely agree that like men are more, you know, clinical at times. Um, I think they definitely express emotion when they're happy. But like when things get yeah. tough, it's tough for them to... Because I, I guess like m me expressing my emotions was seen as like a person who has resentment. And I'm like, yeah. no, I, I don't resent you. I'm just telling you how this experience is making me feel. So spot yeah. on. Like, so men are spot good at on. compartmentalizing. Mm. Very good at it, you know. Yeah. Um, and it works for them. It really works. Yeah. I mean, in the game, it really works. But emotionally it, and, and as a person, excuse me, it's very unhealthy. Um, mm. Okay, going back to my second point. Um, so I was just going to say that, like, more recently, there's been this wave about self-care Saturday, self-care Sunday. And mm. I feel like at points that can be a notion of of toxic positivity, because mm. what happens is it's, it started being more of an aesthetic thing. Like, I'm taking the day <laughs> to do my face masks to, yeah. you know, run a Bible bath. As great as those things are, I think it depends what the intent is. But if it's mm -hmm. just to get a picture on Instagram and to just... I assume, I assume um, sort of mask the actual stuff that's happening inside just by mm. doing phys physical acts for yourself that make it seem like you're caring for yourself or yeah. that maybe caring for the outer parts of yourself. Um, I think there's a thin line in that entire movement towards self-care. So I, mm. I think self-care needs to be a little bit more comprehensive. Um, it needs to appeal to outward and physical care. But as much as that's happening, we need to also look at what's happening inside. And I think exactly, having yeah. striking a really great balance between those two planes is where you're on the money. Um, mm. I'm honoring how I feel. I feel this way. But at the same time, I know that I want to take a really nice bubble bath and feel warm and read a really great book, you know. But everything is comprehensively done. And it's not yeah. just a tick in the box. Okay, it's Sunday, so I kind of have to do this, this face mask. No, 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 yeah. no. Um, mm -hmm. And 
yeah so i've had i've had many issues with that the same with like affirmations affirmations are great but honestly if the underlying issues are very intense and deep and they've suppressed and you're waking up every day to saying i am happy i am going to have a i am having a, a good day today i am love it can mm. be great because i suppose you're putting and you're pulling through that energy towards you but it also goes hand in hand with acknowledging what's at the base of all of that you know you can't affirm yeah. affirm affirm and not exactly reflect you know so um so those are my two like self development pet peeves in the mm. space that tend to make me quite angry um and yeah what i what i hope one day i i get to unpack and teach people more about you know is really having a more comprehensive approach towards your self care and mm. self development so um yeah i mean i guess we can wrap this up we've gone on for quite a while <laughs> so yeah if you have any closing remarks closing remarks mm. <laughs> I, i feel like we've actually touched on so many important um aspects of this toxic positivity mm-hmm. thing um and i'd like to echo what you said now towards the end that like it's not about social media it's not about what it looks like on the outside because ultimately it is about the way that you're feeling in like internally and if you're posting and like there's no changes or you're just posting and then after that there's no actual work that happens <laughs> like um, yeah yeah like what are you actually doing I, i mean i don't mind posting and sharing things because you know sometimes you don't know if like there's someone else that's going through exactly what you're going through and you can find you know i guess someone who you can relate with but if like you're just doing it for show absolutely not um mm. you're not doing yourself any um justice i guess and there is no growth that's going to come out of that and i guess the other um closing remark for me is definitely learning how to support um the people around you without being judgmental um mm-hmm. without like putting your views on how they should navigate their own lives or how they should be viewing the situation if that person sees it that way they see it that way and allow them to be and because there, there's also timing with these things right So maybe someone could be going through literally the most and you might not necessarily agree with the way that they or the way that they are projecting and like this the perspective that they have on that particular situation but when someone is going through the most this is there's definitely the right time where you can tell them oh you know what friend like the other time we were speaking about this and I think maybe you could look at it this way but at that particular yeah. point in time when someone comes to you they're crying and they're pouring their heart out it's a time to be supportive and that's where it ends for me personally okay. yeah yeah and um i guess there's no shame you know i think the one thing that i'm still trying to learn now for myself is not feeling shame for not being okay mm. i don't know where it comes from i'm still like investigating um to see where the shame comes from maybe it is what you were speaking about that like most of the time people see you as a, as this positive person so like when i guess unpleasant situations are happening you sort of feel like okay why is this happening to me or you don't want to share it with the external world because you don't want people to i guess see you differently or what i don't know what it is but yeah anyway there's, there's no shame yeah that's yeah, that's, that's, that's my love parting word for today 
No, that's really profound. Um, I think for me, the shame thing is a really big deal because I think that we are plagued by a system of perfectionism in this world. Um, mm. Plagued because that's all we see. I mean, people don't will never put their most imperfect parts online. And when we engage with social media so often, you, all you're seeing is perfection, perfection, happy, happy great, mm. great money, money, all the high, high parts of life, right? And the authentic parts, the everyday, the not so pretty, the shadow selves, the everything that happens behind the scenes is almost masked, right? And you don't see that. Yeah. So what our brain starts to register is that it's not okay for me to not be okay because everyone else seems really happy up there. You know, I just scroll mm. down my timeline and I've just seen happiness and success and brilliance and peace, you know, and mantras and affirmations. So surely I should be that, yeah. And um, and I think that opens up a space for us to actually question ourselves as a human race and say, are we really representing the full human experience? And, mm. you know, I think I think that for me personally, that's been one of my promises to myself is that I will never be unauthentic if I'm not feeling mm. OK. And my yeah, my social media experience has always been very vulnerable and expressive. So if I'm having a very mm. short time you will see it if I'm having a not so if I'm having a great time you will see it you know and I I want to be that way um intentionally because yeah through me I want people to feel okay and that know that there's room for it all to happen there's room for mm. sadness there's room for pain there's room for suffering there's room for grief as much as there's room for victories and money and excellence and happiness you know um that's what forming community is about and I think that if we allow ourselves to be real with ourselves and what we feel it allows mm. us to build better in better relationships with other people because they know yeah. they can show up that way as well and that's the most amazing human experience you can have is when two people um, can hold space for each other in any form that they exist in so I think mm. that um, that's probably my parting message is that be authentically yourself and feel and honor your feelings um, at all times and mm-hmm. if you can't you can always learn how you know there's nothing that Absolutely. you can't learn um and yeah i guess we can leave it at that thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. it's been an absolutely amazing conversation and i've learned a lot from lisa as well from her um experiences so i'm definitely very keen that we had this episode so yeah definitely share with us some of your tips and pet peeves that come with the whole toxic positivity um conversation we'd really appreciate your engagement and we'll catch you guys on episode seven have yourselves a lovely lovely day